This is episode number 36 with Felicity Cohen on surgical weight loss procedures. Welcome to the Herpreneur Lifestyle Show. I'm your host, Annette Lakovich. Join me as I bring you the most cutting edge, coolest people in the planet to help you live a bigger, fuller life as a female entrepreneur. More health, more wealth, more happiness as you continue to grow your extraordinary business. Now, let's go. Now attracting easy money, wow. In your business, your relationships, you can have it. Your self-esteem, with speaking another language. It's official, raise your glasses. Your business is now speaking to the masses. Hello and welcome to the Herpreneur Lifestyle Show. Thank you so much for listening. Not sure if it's your first time here. I think it might be for a lot of you because of the subject today. If it is, big welcome. And if it isn't, you've listened to it many times. Welcome back. I appreciate you following me. Today's show, we're going to be talking about surgical weight loss. It's a very interesting show. It's transformative. You'll realize how transformative it is. Over the years, I've been working side by side with Felicity, helping her with the business development growth. And even just today to be able to sit down and just have a great conversation. I tell you what, there's always something new for me to learn when I'm with her. My voice is just a little bit extra husky today because I've nearly lost my voice. We're moving interstate. So you can imagine when when you're trying to get a whole house together and move your whole family interstate, it's a a big thing. So doing lots of self-care at the moment as I'm feeling my body feels very fatigued. So doing a lot more yoga and meditative type of stuff at the moment because I can just feel just my adrenals just getting burnt out. So, um, but that didn't stop me from actually getting a sore throat. (laughs) I did my best. Anyway, let's get straight into the show. Let me just share a little bit more about Felicity Cohen. Felicity Cohen is the CEO and the founder of Weight Loss Solutions Australia. She's known as one of the go-to people on TV for interviews and also a lot of print publications. At Weight Loss Solutions Australia, they focus on developing the best practice and a holistic approach to sustainable weight loss. She has been pioneering the weight loss industry in Australia since year 2000. Let's bring her on the show. Welcome to the show, Felicity Cohen. Many thanks, Annette. It's an absolute pleasure to have a chance to talk to you about all of these things that I think so many people really don't understand. Yeah, absolutely. I want to pull the curtain right back today because I know for a fact, just by seeing the downloads for the Herpreneur Show, the biggest downloads we get is anything to do with weight loss. So I know it's a big deal for the listeners out there. I know obviously that Australia is one of the most obese countries in the world. And I think this is another option that people can consider to actually see what's out there um, to be able to help them with their weight loss journey. So obviously we talk on a regular basis and I was like, we need to get you on the show because this message needs to get out there. And I've learned so much actually working side by side with you as well. So big thank you. Thank you. Before we dive in deep to the different procedures that are out there, I would love just to give the listeners just a snippet and share a little bit about you and why you're passionate, what actually got you started on this pathway of being able to help people with weight loss. Can you take us back to what's actually brought you to this stage now of made you so passionate and been able to change lives for the last 19 years? Look, I think there are so many things that have led me down this pathway, but I really am passionate about helping people gain better control of their health and their futures. And when I was growing up, my mum was always um, very overweight and it used to 
really upset me. You know, I was one of those kids who was upset by the image of my own mother when she picked me up from school. Mm. So I was really acutely aware from a really young age what that looked like and it started to get me thinking. So I guess it started from my childhood. Um, But when I moved to Queensland from Melbourne in the year 2000, um, bariatric surgery was really in its infancy. And in those days, the thoughts around, you know, where this fitted into the medical world were that it was last resort dangerous surgery. And I was pretty determined to try and break that down and change that perception. Mm-hmm. In yeah. those days, there, there weren't many people doing this and there was only the lap band, but I was starting to become aware about how that could help people change their lives from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think, you know, the last 18, 19 years have seen so many developments in the world of weight loss surgery with medical technology and um, in new techniques an opportunity to change and improve and offer a variety of procedures to suit each individual's needs, goals and expectations. So that's really exciting. Yeah. You know, I actually... I'm sure there's some really big misconceptions out there and my background was health and fitness and we met years ago and you were the first one to actually change that misconception. I've actually even never even told you this, right? This is why I love about these interviews because I get to, to share the real stuff. Because my background was fitness, Felicity, I always thought that gastric band or lap band, whatever it was, was cheating because I came from the fitness days where you eat healthy, you work your ass off and you lose weight. Then I remember working with you and that's when I was struggling with my weight. I realized that that is not just the normal equation. (laughs) Exercise and eat well and it comes off because as you get older, it can get harder and then we've got these hormonal problems and all these different things. So I've become so more and more educated since I've known you. So thank you. But can we actually talk about some of the biggest misconceptions out there about the different procedures? Absolutely. And I think just to touch on what you're saying, unfortunately, people consistently set themselves up for ongoing failure. And what we know is that 97% of diet and exercise programs, if you're at a certain body weight or body mass index, are going to fail at some point, whether it's one year out or five years out. Wow. 99% did you say? 97%. Oh my gosh, that's huge. So breaking that cycle of failure and setting people up for permanent and sustainable success is what weight loss surgery can do with the right intervention for the right person. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really important thing to communicate. This is actually the missing piece to a puzzle. It's, It's not a quick fix and it's not a magic pill or a magic cure. It's part of an overall equation. Yeah. And I love how you say it's just the, the sustainability because if 97% of specific body weight or overweight individual that's trying to exercise and lose weight and they're not being able to maintain that or maybe not even being able to learn education behind it to sustain it as well, the longevity. What I love about your business, which I'd love to dive into later on, is what you actually do to help that sustainability through, you know, what you do with your patients. But what are some of the biggest misconceptions out there? What do you actually hear or see or hear from the the patients before they come in? I think so many patients have heard for years from their own doctors, you know what to do. You know, they, they, they believe that they should be able to achieve this themselves. And I feel like that is just so challenging for anybody who continues to try that next diet 
I think probably everybody I've spoken to over the years can tell me that they've tried literally every diet on the planet, whether it's yeah. Weight Watchers or Jenny Craig or, mm-hmm. um, you know, extreme dieting, whatever it might look like for them. They have, they have tried it all, and they're often some of the best dieters on the planet. They can yes. lose 50 kilos but they can regain with interest. Mm-hmm. Making people they can believe that they can do this by themselves, that yeah. I think is a really challenging thing to make people believe that that's real and it's actually not. So I see that as a bit of a misconception. Um, I think that, that even just saying that, if the doctors are saying that where it's like, you know what to do, you're just going to do it, I think that's the biggest feeling of failure and like that's not going to lift somebody up by saying that. That will make you feel worse. I remember saying to you when I wanted to get my blood test done from my local GP, and he said, why? And I said, I just want to see if I'm insulin resistant. And I remember him offering me duramine or whatever it is. And I was like, no, I (laughs) don't want that. Uh, That's absolutely one of my pet hates. I can't stand duramine. If I had a dollar for every person who I speak with who tells me that they've just been put on another course of duramine, I think it's... It's another Band-Aid solution, mm. and we don't need Band-Aid solutions. We need permanent, sustainable outcomes that are going to set people up for healthy futures. You know, I like to get people thinking about what functional fitness looks like and living independently for the rest of your life. And when I look at my own family, my own story, and my own parents, you know, I think it's um, my mum now is just about to enter into a nursing home, which is my greatest disappointment ever. Um, and I, if I can have a vision for what patients should be able to achieve, it's keeping them out of nursing homes for the rest of their lives, living independently, healthy, fit and well. That's mm. the long-term vision of what what is bariatric surgery for and what's it going to achieve for you. Mm. What's um, some of the biggest fears then that you see that hold people back from actually getting all the biggest barriers that you get? I think, first of all, fear of surgery because it is a surgical procedure. So um, it's an elective decision. So thinking about the fact that you're actually going to be in a hospital setting, that's a pretty scary thought. Fears around what family and friends think I think is a top fear for most people. Yeah. Um, You know, the stigma associated with, um, you know, is this something that you can do without? Are you resorting to something that is, you know, the last possible solution? I think that's a big concern for people. So there's that definite social concern around what other people think. Mm -hmm. Um, What about if I don't succeed? You know, there's that fear of not succeeding again. Mm -hmm. Um, What about if I don't get to eat again? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's so... People live well with these surgical procedures, especially if we look at something like the sleeve gastrectomy, which has really become the procedure of choice or the gold standard in our clinic setting. Mm -hmm. And people do live so well with the sleeve. You can eat everything. Um, And one of the things I love about the sleeve gastrectomy is that it, yeah, so the sleeve being, you know, gold standard, people live well, they eat well, there's no malabsorption of nutrition, which is one of the things I love about it. Um, It's just reducing the, the holding capacity of the stomach so that people feel full or satisfied on a smaller portion of either food or liquid Mm. Um, and I think that's really important I think it's also important to understand you know that bariatric surgery does address the struggle with hunger you know some people just Uh never 
Yes, right. And I remember you actually saying as well um, a fear with the excess skin because if they've got a lot of weight to lose, they're probably worried about what's going to happen with the skin, right? Absolutely. With the lack of tone or... Tell you I've seen people in their 20s lose 60 kilos and bounce back to normal and have amazingly flat stomachs. But then for someone in their 40s or 50s, you know, yes, it's the icing on the cake to have um, some body contour type surgery, whether that's a tummy tuck or brachioplasty for the arms is quite common. Um, but those are typically, you know, they're just things that you can deal with later down the track. Mm. You've mentioned the procedure of the um, gastric sleeve. Can you go through some of the different procedures that are available? Because I know it's not just the, the the main one which people think is just getting your stomach cut yeah so can you go through what are the different ones and just in in layman's terms so we all understand the different types of surgical procedures you can get now absolutely so we start with non-surgical interventions and there's a couple of really exciting options here um, one of them is the orbira intragastric balloon um, so that's a d- device that's inserted it's temporary but it's supported by a multidisciplinary team working on lifestyle modification and that's really for people who need to lose anywhere from say 10 to 20 kilos Mm -hmm. Um, so perfect you know post um, children for people who just can't get the weight off so I'm actually really excited that we're about to have a new device which will be an albira balloon that can stay in place for 12 months Mm -hmm. and I think that's going to give us a lot more opportunity to see some sustainable results for patients needing that procedure what what would that do what's the benefits of that for a short term is it just sort of help you get what a new eating plan in place yeah absolutely so that's actually a space filling capsule and it creates that sense of feeling full or um, creates satiety on a smaller volume Mm -hmm. but the critical thing with the balloon is that we are working on lifestyle modifications so Mm -hmm. new healthy habits and trying to establish those habits to become habits for life so the next one that I'm actually really excited about is called the endoscopic sleeve gastroplasty mm. or otherwise known as the ESG. And the reason I'm excited about it is because it's a non-invasive um, solution that is emulating the sleeve gastrectomy, but it's done via a gastroscope or endoscope down the throat. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting because it's not surgical. There's no cutting. There's no dissection of any soft tissue but it's for a certain group of patients, it's going to give them a really great permanent sustainable weight loss result. And what does that do? What do you do inside with the actual stomach? It's actually suturing the stomach from the inside with a device called an overstitch. Aha, right. So it makes the stomach smaller. Mm-hmm. And is that then permanent or that's not permanent? It's ah, what we okay. classify as a permanent mm-hmm. um, weight loss solution and, you know, quite new. Um, I've recently seen some presentations from some incredible clinics around the world um, at a conference and seen their data and results and I think that we can achieve some really good results with that procedure here in Australia as well. Right. So this is non-surgical but permanent. That is awesome. That is huge. My gosh. It is exciting. Yeah, that's a massive breakthrough. So that's one of the procedures that I'm engaged in research on as well, working with Bond University here in Queensland. And I love being able to, you know, do research projects that show 
new innovation, new techniques or procedures and better outcomes for patients. And, and that's my big passion as well, is getting into that research space with the new opportunities in this world. Mm, it's exciting. Now, you said that ESG is for a specific type of patients. What type of patients qualify for that? So it could be a patient with a slightly lower BMI, um, maybe somewhere between 30 to 40 would suit this procedure. Um, they might have one or two medical concerns that they really need to work at fixing, um, but probably um, not for the patient who's in the more morbidly obese or severely obese category. Mm-hmm. They're going to be requiring more of those surgical options. And for patients who've got a multitude of medical conditions, um, the more permanent solutions are definitely more more tried and tested and we know that we're going to get the right result for that group of patients. Right. And so what's that? What's the next um, type of procedure? So the one that I love is definitely the sleeve gastrectomy because what I see with the sleeve is people um, getting off CPAP machines if they've got sleep apnea, which is a huge problem. You'd be shocked at the number of people that have undiagnosed sleep apnea, which means that they've got poor quality of sleep, Mm -hmm. they they might be snorers, they've got low daytime energy, and they're in this cycle where they're looking for the next quick energy fix and going for high energy dense foods or liquids just to keep them going. Mm. So breaking that cycle is amazing. And I see people get off CPAP machines at two weeks post-surgery, so it's incredibly rewarding. People with type 2 diabetes, for example, or who are pre-diabetic or can see that there's a whole lot of risk factors associated with where they're at with their excess weight. They might they might be at risk based just on their BMI of heart attack, of stroke, of um, a whole host of cancers if they don't do something about their weight. So setting them up and getting them on track for a healthy weight that's sustainable, that's what we can achieve here. The benefits of doing something like this, which isn't just for the aesthetics, it's for the like a, a proper health for the person. When you're talking about sleep and the interruption of sleep and the more studies that I actually do on sleep and the importance of it, like it's the, we actually just did a release on sleep for the last episode, which the importance of it and what it actually does in your whole bodily functions and for the brain is huge. And to actually know that this surgery is getting people actually to sleep deeper and better is probably one of the biggest and best lifestyle changes that you guys would do to people's lives because it makes such a significant difference. Oh, I find it amazing because all of a sudden your daytime productivity goes up. So your performance at work is improving. You've got all this new energy and and with that comes obviously weight loss and that's stimulating, you know, positive self-esteem. Yeah. So all of a sudden we're seeing more productive individuals with less um, health complications associated with their weight, less depression. I was about to say, Um, I was about to say depression, yes. It's huge. And, you know, seeing someone get off their antidepressants because their self-esteem is skyrocketing, Mm. that's just awesome. I love it. Oh, you're doing good out there, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't imagine how good that feels. That just must be just, you know, no wonder you love it so much. Been doing it for 19 years, but just to get those stories... Um, what are yeah. some of the stories you can share with us that you've seen with the changes? Look, one of the groups of patients that I actually love are women who can't fall pregnant. And they might have polycystic ovarian syndrome, endometriosis. Um, they could be quite overweight, and that's preventing them from having um, the ability to fall pregnant or to maintain a pregnancy. 
And so I've watched so many couples who haven't been able to get onto IVF programs either because they need to lose 50 kilos before they can actually think about that. Mm-hmm. So getting women who um, need to lose weight with the intention and the goal of starting a family, move on to successful pregnancy and having beautiful babies, that to me is just magic and I love it. Yeah. Um, I just recently had one of our staff members um, who worked on reception. She's on maternity leave at the moment, but she lost 50 kilos and she's just had her first baby. Beautiful <sighs> boy. So, you know, that's, that's I guess, a group of patients that I love to sort of see the results for. Yeah. But this is really interesting. This morning I spoke to a fellow who he's in Ely Beach and he's in his 30s and he's about to have his second child and he he's really suffering from being overweight and he's got <clears> sleep apnea. And I talked to him about a guy who's just stuck in my memory as a fellow who was on the sidelines coaching his son's soccer team but could never do anything. And then after his surgery, eventually he got into Ironman triathlon. And this guy I've never forgotten because we did a team triathlon at the Noosa Triathlon one year with, with patients and with staff. And all I did was a 10K run, but he did the full triathlon after weight loss surgery. And I'll never forget crossing his path and he was waving at me, hi, Felicity. And I'm thinking, wow, you know, this is just incredible. He was smiling. He'd done the swim. He'd done the bike. And there he was doing the 10K run and still smiling, happiest person you could possibly have laid eyes on and it's yeah wow amazing and you know i'm big on getting patients out there and doing exercise moving more um stepping outside their comfort zones and taking on board that they can actually do this whether it's a 5.7k walk at the gold coast marathon or a 10k run i had 63 people do something at the gold coast marathon this year mm, and incredible. watching them cross the line that to me is just sensational because that's all about living your best life. What's the main thing that happens after surgery? Because it's not they just they go in and they get the surgery done. There's things that they need to consider afterwards, maybe psychological effects or the, the new changes that they need to take into consideration if they do take the surgery. Yeah, absolutely, that they're going to be able to adhere to the program, that they're going to follow the rules and stick to the plan. Um That, I think, is a bit of a challenge, but they tend to find that much easier than they'd expected after surgery. Seeing themselves as thinner people, sometimes how you see yourself and what reality is are two different things. And if you've lived in denial already for such a long time, coming to terms with seeing yourself as a thinner person can actually be quite a challenge. Wow. I know that you actually have a support system as well, which is very different to... Because you've got the surgeons out there that might just do the surgery, but they don't have the after support and the what you actually do so i know that you've actually got the dietitian that actually helps with the food you've got the psychologist can you tell us more about that that service that you've created and why you've actually created it um look that's one of my biggest passions and that is offering um not just a surgical intervention but this team of support and a network that's going to help people achieve their results not just at 12 months but set them up for where they're going to be 5 10 and 30 years from now and to do that, we've got a program that involves um, nursing staff, dietitians, and psychologists who all in a motorcycle <laughs> and a hoon outside. <laughs> so the programs that we offer to patients include um, unlimited access support, working with the team, but we also do run things like 
cooking classes where we're creating recipes just for patients or we might run a mindfulness and meditation workshop. So bringing in, I guess, a whole host of life skills mm. that are going to support surgery to get the best longevity out of those results for yeah. forever, basically. Um, so, yeah, the team are critical and we've actually researched our results and we know that we get a 30% greater excess weight loss at 12 months just based on having effective support. Yeah. It's because you've got the program there to support them where it's so easy. If Like I could imagine if it was just say if it was someone like me, right? I've got mm-hmm. the health and fitness background. I did put on a lot of weight after Braxton. If I was to do some type of procedure, I at least had the education behind me because I came from the health and fitness industry. But I imagine someone going in and maybe they've done every diet out there, but the diet has not helped them because maybe it's wrecked their metabolism even more and they need to learn a proper like a proper way to live. And so what I see that the back end of the program, the support that you actually have is helping the ones that aren't even educated to suddenly go, you've committed this far, let's really make it proper, proper lifestyle change education and support to help them have that continual success. Because otherwise, you could do a procedure and then not have a plan in place and then bounce back 12 months later. And that's exactly what I could not stand to see in any patient because it's a huge investment. They're investing their time, their money, you know, everything that they've got to make this big life changing you know decision for themselves so you want to make sure that it's going to be effective for the rest of their lives and you don't want any patient to have to come back with weight regain not at one year not at five years or at any time post-surgery so yeah that that whole input from a team is so so important Mm. you've got a gift for the listeners today so complimentary consultation with a nurse do you want to share with them what the gift is um look i'd love for people who feel that they're struggling with their weight or they're sick of the diet roller coaster um to get in touch and chat with one of our nurses and i think that's a really great place to start because you can delve into your own personal situation and get some feedback from the nurse and some education information about whether or not a procedure might be right for you and if if so which procedure is going to suit your personal goals, needs, and and expectations. Mm -hmm. Can they do it via Skype, phone? Does it have to be face-to-face? No, no. We have – our patients are literally distributed right throughout Australia and beyond. Mm -hmm. Um, So over the last 18 years, we've, you know, like everybody else, grown our telemedicine um, type of solutions to maintain really good connections. Mm -hmm. So phone, Skype, FaceTime, Zoom are the typical solutions that we would, you know, use for people to connect. Beautiful. So what I'll do is I'll have the links um, mentioned and also I'm going to send a couple of links out just so you guys can check out um, Weight Loss Solution Australia's Instagram page because there's lots of little success stories on there and also the Facebook page. Felicity, I um, want to finish off with a question which I ask all my interviewees mm-hmm. and it's this. What is the one thing that you do on a very regular basis? Has to be at least weekly, if not daily, that yep. fills up your level of happiness. For me, that's got a lot to do with um, creating that opportunity to be the most productive person I can be. And I love to run. So for me, um, finding that time in my week to 
run as much as I need to or to go to the gym as much as I need to. It sets me up. Mm. Um, and I, I don't think I'd live well without my exercise routine. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, it's so important and it changes the way not only um, how I feel about myself but how um, how productive I can be at work and it just sets me up. So it's mm. just, I guess, the one thing I couldn't live without. Yeah, totally in agreement. Actually, I just got off a coaching session before we had this interview and she was still in a gym gear. And she said, I'm so sorry, I'm running late, I'm in my gym gear. And I was like, you got the most important thing done and you're able to sit at your desk because, you know, when you actually get that workout in, you're right, you just show up better in life, you actually manage your stress better at work and it's just one of the, it's probably one of the key things for depression as well. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's, you know, it's big on my agenda for stress management, I think, mm. and, yeah, just general productivity. In fact, um, yesterday I had a staff meeting and I was up at 4.30 in the morning to go to the gym first before getting breakfast and being in the office by 7.30. Oh, wow. Oh, you're good. <laughs> you're great. 4.30. I don't know if I'm that motivated as you. <laughs> It brings me back to my aerobics instructor's days where I had to teach a class at 5.30 in the morning. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I think that's a little bit Gold Coast. You know, getting up at 4.30 in the morning is not that bad. <laughs> Love it. I will inspire to get there. Felicity, thanks so much for sharing your genius today and just, um, yeah, just changing so many lives out there. It's just um, beautiful just to even just have this space just to really find out even more what you guys do and the lives that you're changing. So thank you and thank you for spreading your message today on the show. Thank you so much, Annette. I hope you love today's show. Normally, I would say share it with a friend, but let me just tell you, many years ago when I used to work in health and fitness and we used to hand out brochures at the train station to all the women walking past because the ladies only fitness center, I had plenty of them thrown back in my face. <laughs> so when I normally say share this show with somebody who you know it will help, this one I think maybe do a bit of groundwork if it's never been brought up, okay? If the conversation has been brought up, maybe do some groundwork first and instead of just sending them the link in their email box because I'll probably never speak to you again. Though if you do know someone that is continually feeling defeated in their weight loss challenges or they're suffering from sleep apnea, not being able to improve their fertility because of their weight, then have a conversation with them first and then get permission to send this to them. You know this is life-changing. You know it's going to do the best for them. But unlike all podcasts, I just say share away. This one, do a bit of groundwork first. This is the gratitude portion of the show. It's when I thank you, the listener, for taking 30 seconds to write me a review on iTunes. Big love to you all. This one goes out to Cass Wicks. Cass has given me five stars. Thank you very much. She goes on to say, Annette delivers a succinct guide to holistic approach to business, particularly for women with health, wealth, and happiness. I'm a long-term fan and I'm already hooked to this podcast. Thank you very much, Cass. It is all about health, wealth, and happiness. We want to make sure that we don't just make a lot of money in the business. We want to make sure we're healthy and we can enjoy it. Until next week, make sure that you fill up your level of happiness. Do a physical activity that you know is going to lift your vibrations to be a happier person. A physical activity like walking along the beach, walking along the street, physical stuff like gardening, something that only you can do and it can't be food, all right? (laughs) Go out there, have a great week. If you haven't subscribed to the show, subscribe now. And until next week, have a great one.